Tyrese Maxey's injury. Philip Petra says presence. Sixers defense. We'll talk about that and more next. Locked on. You are locked on 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Lock On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Well, Monday night, the 76ers won their first uh, preseason game of the season. You know, um, they defeated the Brooklyn Nets. The final score was 127 to 119. You know, it was a game where the Brooklyn Nets committed 28 turnovers. They had 18 in the first half. The Sixers were all over the, all over the place, getting steals left and right. Now, to me personally, when you look at uh, preseason games, now, Sixers are one and two because they lost the first two games to Boston. But when you look at preseason games, it's, it's not always about the score. It's not always about wins and losses. It's always about how people adjust and and, and what happens and, 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 and trying to keep people healthy, right? Now, you look at the, the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey went out. He got injured in the first half. He didn't return. He went to the locker room in the second quarter. Um, with back spasms. And to me, you know, right now, the Sixers are saying, you know, everything is fine. It was more for precautionary reason. But it's also one of those things where you want to see how he does the next morning, right? You want to see how it is if he goes to sleep, how his back is going to feel, this and that. Now, to me, the question is, or not the question, it raises the question, of what do they do next? And what I mean by that is we're talking about the James Harden situation. So you have a lot of uncertainty with James. You don't know if James is going to be here or not. But And then you look at Tyrese Maxey to carry the load, assuming James isn't going to be here. And then all of a sudden, he can't play the second half because of back spasms. Now, again, preseason game. They, they are saying that everything's precautionary reasons, but it also makes you understand why important it is to, to get this thing resolved. Either James and Daryl are going to sit down and, and be able to coexist, which it seems extremely unlikely right now, or you're going to hurry up and, and make a move, make a deal, so you can get somebody in here that can help you, you know? I mean, not only did um, Joel not play, he was not with the team. James wasn't with the team. Um, uh, let's see, uh, P.J. Tucker didn't play. He was a late scratch. You know, Furkan Korkmaz is hurt. Uh, Montre- um, uh, Daniel House is hurt. You know, so, and, and then you also got um, Montrez Harrell who's hurt, right? But he's not even, he hasn't been here at all. 
So when you think of that, it is a whole lot of things that make you want to speed up this process because yes, Kelly Oubre been playing well. Yes, Tobias Harris, you know, it's Tobias Harris, right? You know, he, he's one of the leaders on the team, right? Um, Jaden Springer coming off the bench had another phenomenal game, right? Danny Green provides that leadership, that three-point shooting that you talk about, right? But if you don't have James Harden and if if Tyrese Maxey gets hurt and then, you know, you don't have much. I'm sorry. Now, and, and that's not a knock against the guys on the roster. What it is is these two are going to be um, – they, they, they are expected to lead your offense. You know, Harden, stick jumpers when available, but be a facilitator to get everybody involved. Maxie, they want Tyrese Maxie to shoot the ball at least 20 times a game, at least 20 times a game, right? So when when you factor it in and you think about his not being able to, to finish the game, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things where you look at it and you say to yourself, like, something that we got to get resolved, especially, you know, on a night where, um, I mean, Joel didn't play and, 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 and James didn't play and, and and everything else that you have. You know, the one thing is the injuries, and, and they're not the only injuries. Like like I said, you know, you, you, you look at Furkan Korkmaz, a guy who, let's face it, who wasn't in the rotation at the end of last year. Whenever he came in, he did show that he could play. He could give him something. But he has yet to play. I mean, this guy suffered a hamstring strain the first day of training camp and then you look at d house right i mean they're saying that d house you know when d out uh they thought he had knee tendonitis right they thought it was just going to be something like okay he'll miss a game late scratch this and that and this is something that's been lingering now and they said you know he said oh i'm not really worrying about it um uh, this and that but the fact is these are guys who a, you want to see what they can do, and and D House, a guy that you expected to be in the rotation, who basically isn't getting these reps right now. You know, now again, it's it's great for guys like Jaden Springer, but at the same time, you know, the Sixers want to see what they can do. They want to see how they can play. So, you know, I get it. Um, they've been going hard every day. Um, they're off today being Tuesday, just like they were off last Tuesday, the day after um, they played the Boston Celtics in the preseason opener. So they're getting some rest, but they're going at it. They're going hard. And, you know, you but they need to go at it. They need to go hard. You got a new coach. You got to figure out what you have. I mean, you know, they opened the season at the Milwaukee Bucks on the 26th. From there, they – They'll play um, the Toronto Raptors on the road, a homecoming for Nick Nurse. And then the very next night after that, they have um, the Portland Trailblazers at home, right? So, you know, they got a tough slate coming up, so you got to get them ready. But to me, it's um, a lot of guys aren't playing in these games and are getting injured. So that's something that has to be uh, taken care of, something 
correct it, you know, just, um, or be careful with, and, and this why it's important to, I hate to say it, but get this James Harden situation resolved. And we'll talk about Philip Petrosev when we get back after talking about uh, better help um, after this uh, little live read. Better help. Now, here's the thing, y'all. I, I better help. You know, when, when, when you talk about better help, now this little segment, this episode is brought to you by better help. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp backslash locked on MBA and, and get on your way to being the, your best self. Now, the thing about BetterHelp is, you know, I have certain friends and sometimes it's been me where I think too much. I think too much like, hey, I know everything is cool, but I think and sometimes I create scenarios that's not there. Right. So for you, if, if you do the same thing or if you just need to speak to someone, you know, you can just go and, and, and talk to a, a doctor in regards to this just to make sure to get your mentals right. Because a lot of times, I hate to say it, you know, our brain can be the worst thing. <laughs> you think of things too much. So if you're thinking about starting ther- therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and, and, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA to get $10 off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnNBA. I'm telling y'all. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, I want to talk about Philip Petrosev. Now, the thing is, my man got his first minimal, meaningful minutes yesterday in a preseason game. He was actually uh, the backup. He was the first big off the bench. He was actually the sixth man. You know, Paul Reed. Brother couldn't stay out of foul trouble, right? And Paul couldn't stay out of foul trouble. So Philip came in and was was the backup. I mean, in the first half, you kind of felt bad for Paul because Paul had what? He had like four fouls in eight minutes in the first half. But what that did is it enabled Petrosev to come in and get some quality minutes. Now he ended up, Reed ended up with four fouls in 20 minutes and 34 seconds. So he basically settled down a little bit. He had 18 points. Reed did. He had uh, five rebounds. He shot nine for 15. He had a steal. Now, Philip Petrosev, he playing his most meaningful minutes of the whole entire preseason. He ended up with seven, seven points on two for five shooting. He was one for three on threes. He made both his foul shots. He had five rebounds. Three of them were offensive boards, which is huge. He, he had three assists, and he had a block, right? He was a plus seven. You know, the thing is, when you look at it, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, um, you were coming into this season, you felt like Petrosev was just a guy who said, a, a draft and stash who wanted to play in the NBA. So what the Sixers did is say, hey, we're going to give you an opportunity to just come over here. You're probably not going to make the team but you forced your way over. 
So we're going to provide you with the opportunity. We'll give you a little bit of guaranteed money. And if, if things don't work out, you just got 500 and whatever thousand dollars guaranteed and you go on your way, right? That's what you thought. But then when you saw how Mo Bamba has been playing and you hear great things about Mo Bamba at practice, but he's been a little erratic, missing shots, duh, getting a lot of fouls, things like that. So all of a sudden you look at it and you say, okay, well, maybe does Philip have a chance? But you don't really believe it, right? But you're saying to yourself, but does he have like a little chance of making the team? Or could he contribute? Could he do this? Could he do that? Now, the thing about Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba, you know, he, he's, it could just be the preseason. It could be whatever. But he looks to be a guy that could help the Sixers at some point, right? He just does. He has the body. He can shoot. He's great friends with Joel Embiid, the whole night. But Petrosev yesterday came and played fairly well that I felt like. You know, he showed some touch. Um, he was only one for three on the three, on, on threes, but I say only, you know, that, that you know, 33%, that's not bad, right? But um, I like the shot he took. I like the shots he took. I like the offensive rebounds. I like the assists. You know, he plays with a extremely high IQ. He knows what he can do. He doesn't try to do extra things. Um do I still think he might have a tough time making a team? Yeah, I think he'll have to, you know, produce another quality performance like this. The thing about it is you feel like he would be fine if if he had a two-way deal, like, right? If he was a guy who could go down into the G League team and play for them and come up and this and that because you feel like he's quality. But, again, I got to give him credit. He showed me something. He also didn't have any back down from Ben Simmons, you know, we all know Ben from when Ben played with the Sixers. It's kind of like sometimes a file a guy, this and that, and give him a nudge, he'll do this and that, you know, just try to get in the guy's head. Well, Philip didn't back down. And they yapped it a little bit. They both received terrible text the whole nine. Um, that and led to Patrick Beverly um getting um getting ejected after all because he was yapping, he picked up his second tech. But it is what it is, man. Like I, I like what I saw. I like what I saw. The thing is, now, let's face it. Um, the Sixers do need the way what we saw this preseason. They do need some help. I mean, the backup center position, yes, Paul Reed shot 18. I had, I mean, shot, uh, shot nine for 15. He had 18 points. But the totalitarian, I don't think that the center position this preseason has been strong. Now, when you look at it, you, you say Joel didn't play, which is true. These guys are backups. They could be situational guys. I think that Paul Reed was thinking a little bit too much, you know, early on. Um, but when you say that the play hasn't been that strong, you look at it and you say, well, maybe Philip can help him a little bit, or maybe he can get a roster spot. You know, and and the thing is, it, it will be the thing is, it's like, OK, you know that the Sixers don't or Daryl Morey said this summer that they don't intend on trading Montrez Harrell or waving Montrez Harrell. They would like to use his 
his his salary um, as a, you know something that they could trade. He's out for the year. But then when you look at it, you say, well, maybe you might need a guy that's going to play, you know, on the roster. So maybe that could help Phillip out because, you know, I really haven't been overly impressed with the center play. Um, now, the thing that I will say is they did look good in the scrimmage, right? They did look good in the scrimmage. But in these live games, I, I, I can't say that um, I was overly impressed at all. I, I can't say that. Nah, I wasn't impressed at all. When we get back, I want to talk about the Sixers defense. They're getting at it. Another great performance by Mr. Jaden Springer. Let's talk about game time, right? Think about game time. See, I like game time, and I've done this before. You know, I remember a couple of years ago when the Sixers, it was a playoff series, second round, and, um, you know, I wanted to, to surprise the family, right? So what I did is I could purchase them some tickets. It was crazy, though, because, you like, you're, you're trying to, like, get them at the last second, you know, the prices are going up. People are trying to get them. They're trying to, I mean, it's just, it was just a lot. It was a lot of hassle doing it. Well, you don't have to worry about that with game time, right? Game time specialized in last minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals. Easy to find tickets for every kind of event in your arena. So it doesn't have to be basketball or whatever. Views from all seats and venues. Lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive fast deals and zone deals you pick the section and game time picks the seat for an average of 18 percent savings and the game time guarantees means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference yo you can't beat that so what you need to do is download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code L O C K E D O N NBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute uh, tickets, uh, lowest price guaranteed. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. So, you know, I, I, I like what I saw yesterday in the first half. I really did with the Sixers. I felt like there was a lot of energy. It was funny because initially I, you know, I wanted to see what Kelly Oubre was going to look like in the starting lineup. From the gate, I didn't like what I saw. And it wasn't Kelly, but I didn't like it because I felt like, he wasn't getting involved. Like he, they, the ball wasn't swinging to him, and this and that. And then I, it was a, it was a miss, it was a miss shot that he got a pick back. Like I want to say dunk, 
but it wasn't really real emphatic, but it was an athletic play. And that's what kind of got him started. And then, you know, then next thing you know, when the main guys came out, they ran everything through Kelly or Kelly was just launching it. But the thing that got me was just the defense, how they were just in there. And like, like Kelly was, was one of the ones, you know, Kelly Oubre in training camp, he said that he was going to be, he wanted to be more locked in and focused on the defensive end. And he has been, I mean, he really has been, you know, Oubre had like two steals, two blocks, you know, he was balling. I mean, you got it. You have to give it to him. The guy was really balling, but the thing is, I mean, all the guys, they were just swiping the balls from the guys, just picking them, just taking it, you know, and it's like to a point where, you know, you figure, you know, you got Ben Simmons on the other side who, you know, a a pretty good ball handler. He does turn the ball over a lot, but man, it was, it was, it was a a swipe fest. Um, You, you didn't expect it to be that way, uh, even though he, Overs. Cam Thomas had three. Uh, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, had had four. You know, uh, Spencer Denwilly, Nick's Claxon both had two. And so did Royce O'Neill. And then you had Dorian Finney-Smith had one. I mean, then you go down the list, and then uh, Trenton Wofford had three. And Noah Clowney had two. It was like equal opportunity turnover. It's weird. Of they played um let me see they played uh they played they played 11 guys and only four of them didn't have turnovers no they played 13 guys and only four of them didn't have turnovers that was great i mean it was just a turnover fest and the sixers you know to their credit they uh you know, they had uh off of the they had thirty-eight points off of the twenty-eight turnovers. They had eighteen, like I said, in the first half. Second half it just slowed down. In the in the first half, they had sixteen points off of nine Brooklyn Nets turnovers. Sixteen. In the second quarter, they had six points off of nine turnovers, right? So in the first half altogether, they had twenty-two points off of eighteen turnovers. You know, great defense, great defense. They got up, they got at you. Um, it's, it, to be honest with you, it's way better than performances that they had early on the first two games against Boston. So it's something to be proud of. It really is. But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, thank you for making Locked On uh, 76ers your first listen of the day, every day. Every day or tomorrow, we'll have something from, uh, you know, from practice. We'll have something, the news of the day from practice that we'll talk about. Um, I want you guys to know that you can um, get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at, free and available. You can also go to the YouTube channel. When you go to the YouTube channel, make sure you like it. And then also click on the Liberty Bell. When you click on the Liberty Bell, you become a new subscriber you get notifications when the next podcast drops. I want to thank y'all for listening, and I want y'all to have a blessed, blessed day. Peace.